the more specific you can get to what they're looking for, the higher click-through rate, the higher conversion rate, the better the user experience. And that's ultimately what we're, we're trying to give is the best user experience overall, right? Hey, hey, welcome back. Another episode of More Than Marketing. I'm your host, Arsha Mirsha. I'm so excited to be with my main man, Nick Brown, today. Um, Nick, uh, I don't even know what to say. He's an account director here, uh, marketing manager. Doesn't title doesn't matter. This guy, um, I think you know this, but let me just say it. I have so much respect for Nick because he straddles the line of marketing and and technology so well he can he can translate what marketing's trying to do to to you know the development team hey we need to track this this way because i need to report on it this way or uh i need this system integrated with that and and so i i just respect that you understand the underlying technology and how it works and you you i don't know where that came from i mean you tell me where that come from um the the uh, my background in like tinkering and breaking yeah. things and fixing them and having to understand how they work that's like kind of i don't know my something that i've always learned i come from like a construction background with my family He's and that's where that yeah it comes from i like to break things figure out how they work and then try and fix them so, so yeah so i would he's a renaissance man he, he does a little bit of each he does a little bit of everything um some things better than others. Yeah, absolutely. In That's this for sure. in this case, what you do really well, uh, and what we're talking about today, is Google Ads, um, and in particular, getting pretty uh, technical with it. But maybe not technical. You tell me. Yeah, I I don't think it's necessarily technical. I think this is something that your everyday um, you know ads manager can definitely take. Yeah. Um, there is you know a little bit of like tech language to it, but I mean Google's made it so simple that you can get the bases and the starting points um you know right off the bat from them and yeah. then there's a lot of people out there that have done this type of thing sure not a lot necessarily of documentation. yeah not necessarily what we're going to talk about today but there's a lot of other ways you can utilize what we're about to talk about in a more global sense so it's definitely more for the everyday person that's in ads manager instead of just you know, someone that has a ton of tech and scripting background. Okay, so, and we're talking about Google Ads uh, customizers, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so, tell me, like, tell me, what what is Google Ads customizers? What, what is yeah, that? so in, in, Google allows you to um, pull in information that's different for every user that searches for an ad. Um, there's some great examples about these, but before we, we talk about that, I'm sure some, you know, um, ads managers are immediately like, oh, this is probably going to be scripting and like no, not scripting, in the back end. Yeah. No, this is all done right in platform. Um, and it's super simple to do. So it allows you, and we'll use the example of countdowns, um, right inside of Google ads manager, you can actually set up a countdown to countdown to a specific date. So every time a user searches, you know, each day the ad is actually going to update to, you know, 30 days, 29 days, 28 days, mm -hmm. really start counting down. Um, and that's kind of what we're talking about. The ability to customize and change the customize ad that. based off of time, location, mm. any sort of number of variables. That's that's so cool. So so great. So in the countdown example, you know, we're invoking FOMO, right? If you're yeah. missing out. Um yeah, basically, I mean, it, unfortunately, it's the fear uh, emotion, but hey, it works. So, we're, you know, we can use it 
uh, when appropriate. Absolutely. So these so these customizers they allow you to. I mean, what's the benefit? I guess let's talk about that. Why why should I use a right Nick? Like why should I use a customizer? Yeah, great question. I think the real like the the thing that we understand as marketers is that the more specific we're able to get with our ads and the more unique to the individual user, essentially saying, hey, I have exactly what you need. Here is, you know, all of the parameters around it. You don't have to go anywhere else. There's no additional searching. The more specific you can get to what they're looking for, the higher click-through rate, the higher conversion rate, the better the user experience. And that's ultimately what we're, we're trying to give is the best user experience overall, right? Very well said, my friend. Very well said. That I... I there's no way I could have done it better. Yes, <laughs> well, ultimately you. trying to get the the, uh, the best user experience and and you know backtracking out of that just to kind of repeat what you said is like specificity in that ad mm -hmm. to that user's search term, for example, or query. Um, you know, and then you tie that back to congruency onto the landing page or or what have you. Uh, that's just it's just going to be everyone's going to win that way, right? Everyone's going to win that yeah. way. Yeah. So so let's. I, I love the benefit. It's it's we want to be specific. We want to help the user at the end of the day. Um, so then, examples. Yeah. So I, probably one of the best example that everyone can can latch onto or think about is definitely countdown ads. Yeah. Another one that you'll frequently see um, is dynamic keyword insertion. So based mm -hmm. off of what the user searches, we're pulling through a specific keyword into our ad. Mm -hmm. That's another one. That is real easy to kind of um, wrap your head around. You know, I search for red shoes. It then says red shoes in the ad. Like, yep. that makes a lot of sense. We have red shoes. Yeah, we have the red shoes you need. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff is done easily inside a platform. There's not really anything else you need to do. Yep. But, you know, me being the tinker, the breaker that I am, yes. that wasn't good enough for me. I wanted to take it to the next level. Had so, to go deeper. Yeah, right? Um, so one of the big ones that, that we like a use case or another example yeah. is locations. Yes. Um, this is something that depending on the client or depending on who you're doing this for, yeah. there's, you know, that's a big thing, whether or not, um, if you have a brick and mortar location, people want to know, Hey, I mean, it's the Amazon world, right? Yeah. You get anything in two days. Right. So people want to be able to say, you know, do you have this right now? And can I get it? Where are you located? Yeah. All of those things, if you're able to represent that in the ad saying, hey, not only do I have red shoes, but I'm two seconds away from you. You can right. pick your red shoes up right now and walk out of the store wearing them. Right. That's what everyone wants. Sure, right? yeah, yeah. And, and like, for instance, I don't know if you're a lawyer uh, or a real estate agent that uh, that's able to operate in certain uh, counties or states or whatever, right? Then what you can do, presumably, is... You know your campaign uh, geofences around the area that you can uh, operate in. Then you write an ad that has a dynamic element in it, which is location. And now you don't. So basically, you don't have to go and create, you know, campaigns for every single location that you can operate in. You create one campaign. You know, big geofence, and then the customizer puts in the location that the user's in searching it. Right. Yeah. You know, so if they're like, I don't know, real estate broker, Columbia, Maryland, then it's like, yes, like we are your Columbia, Maryland's top broker, whatever the ad might say. Is yeah. that fair? Yes. So yep. the benefit to the ad manager there is what? 
efficiency? Yeah, it's extremely more efficient. I yeah. mean, as long as, and we'll talk a little bit about the, the back end component of what you need to do, yeah. but as long as you're capturing that area, mm-hmm. and as long as you know Google's able to understand where the user is, mm-hmm. and they're able to pull that information through, it's relatively, you know, not necessarily simple, but it's easy to get set up and done. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, going forward in the future, you have to do that one time. Right. Where if you do campaigns or ad groups locally, every time you're changing, you also have to make sure you have the right ad in the right ad group or the right campaign. Right. There's a much bigger opportunity for potential, you know, errors to occur. Yeah. And also it's going to take you that much longer to upload all of those ads. So scale. Yeah, absolutely. Scale is a big one. Yeah. Let's you scale mm-hmm. in that sense. Right. Um, does it though like remove it, what's the cost right because I, i'm wondering can i report still like if i have all those campaigns i can do like campaign reporting and i know the the geo is different between them for example right yeah but is that is, is reporting a cost is there um I, I do think you know when you're talking about location uh google ads still presents you with um, the ability to report by user location, by state, DMA, you know, whatever you yeah, want to, right. whatever yeah, you, you want to always break those dimensions. Yeah. That dimension down. And I, I mean, right. there's, there's always another way to get the data or the information that you're looking for. If you do have them broken out by, you know, uh, campaigns or ad groups, it is going to be, yes, a little bit more clear cut mm-hmm. if that's, you know, what you're trying to do. But I would argue, you know, can go into Google Data Studio and pull yeah, a report yeah. that pulls, you know. Maybe location wasn't the best uh, yeah. example. Yeah. Um, well, or maybe reporting wasn't the best uh, I, I do potential think, con. Yeah. Is there a con? I mean. I, I wouldn't say, I mean, the, the setup. It definitely takes a lot longer to get this setup and running. Because oh, right. there's a little bit more that you need to do to you be sure. You have to think about it. Yeah, you have to you think, think about, about it. what's happening and what your user is going to see. So it's like a deeper yeah. level of thought that way. And like you talked, uh, a, another good example that you can use this for is promotions, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have your customizer in there, you can now insert new promotions. Okay. But it then becomes harder to report on per promotion performance. Mm-hmm. So your reporting is definitely something you're going to need to think about. But, right. you know, with any sort of efficiency or any new technology that you're kind of utilizing, there's always going to be those costs. Yeah, right. So... It's a matter of, in my opinion, is the is the juice worth the squeeze? Yeah. So it's being aware of of the down the line yeah. consequences, right? So you know, reporting is one that I is just one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Because um, reporting, not just because you have to report to your boss or to your client, but also reporting because insights, right? You need to do some analysis and some insights, like, hey, how's this performing? Um, and, and if you weren't using a customizer, maybe you, you're not able to scale as much uh, because, it's, you know, there's a lot of mm-hmm. lot more inputs, right? Yeah. You got to use Google Ads Editor. So Ads Editor or AdWords Editor still? I think, I I think it's Ads Editor It's now. Ads Editor now. Yeah. Uh, right. But see, like, you you know, you, so it's going to – there's just pros and cons. I think yeah. it's pros and cons. But the, the major pro for the uh, ads, the, the person managing is that scale and that efficiency – um, once you, you know, have it set up and thought through it, yeah. um, and then pro the user is yes. Like we, this is, this is what you're looking for. Your search has ended. You have found your solution, right? Yeah. Which also then becomes a pro for the business. Cause now you're getting that yeah. higher conversion rate. 
Yeah. And I, I mean, that's one, you know, we have a, a whole bunch of different data points on how these have functioned profitably for our clients. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the countdown ads have worked for some higher ed clients mm -hmm. to push enrollment yeah. dates. Um, if you have an enrollment deadline, like, tell tell the person right uh -huh. there in the ad. Absolutely. Like, why, have, why should they have to click through, right? Like, and then not only in the ad, make it apparent in the landing page. If you're going to be pushing that, like, in terms of yeah. user experience, you know, this is something that, yes, it's encouraging. We talked a little bit about the fear base, yeah, but... Sure. If you don't have it in by this date, you're going to end up waiting longer. Right. So, you know, letting so ultimately them, you're helping. Them. Yeah, letting them right. know that up front is really the benefit. Right. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. So, what other? Uh, give me some other examples. This is fun. Yeah. Um. So another, we have another client that um is more of like a B two B B two C um location based business, and they do a big component of their business is shipping the products. Shipping. Yeah. Because um they're they're more on the construction side. So they're more B two B than they yeah. are B two C. Right? Yes, they're they're definitely B two B. Yeah, but they ship products, you know, physical product to the yeah right. And like a big component of that, a lot of times is, do you have what I need? Right. And how long or how much is it going to cost me to get it there? Okay. So in that you know way, we're able to work around where they have yards mm -hmm. or locations, and we're able to say, hey. Um, yes, we do have this right near you, and because we're pulling in that user's location, we're right. able to actually represent, you know, hey, we have a yard in Columbia, Maryland, wow. or near Columbia, Maryland. Right. Near, right. Yeah, so I, there's definitely a way of how you present yourself that's a critical component That's very critical, I would say, yeah. yeah. You, you don't want to be missing, miss, uh, misleading. Yes, that, that's That's a potential, you know, thing you need to think about, yeah. a potential, like, downfall of this is... Is you could if you, if you don't think about how your ad will be presented, um, it could be misleading in that yeah. way. So like near makes sense. This also Nick brings up another point, which is alignment between marketing department who's running the ads to other departments that may be impacted. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. In this case, if we're saying, you know, yeah, shipping is going to cost this or approximately that, or we have a you know, a yard here, so your, you know, lead time is a day or two or whatever, you know, we got to make sure that if someone calls, sales knows that we're running that ad, uh, uh, our our logistics, our supply chain yeah. is true. Like, we can't be lying. No. So this so this requires some uh, deeper alignment uh, between the, the different function functional areas of the business. Oh, absolutely. And I mean... You know, all of that goes back to user experience. That's what you want to have. You want everyone to have a positive or a good user experience. Sure. You know, if you're misrepresenting your business and saying, hey, we have a location in Columbia, Maryland, and then really it's like... <laughs> you don't. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, actually, we're really in Anne Arundel County, and it's like 25 minutes away. Right. Like, the user's going to be like, all right, well, never mind. That kind of stinks. Right. So, yeah, right. there's definitely a, a misrepresentation that can be facilitated in the ad mm -hmm. saying instead of location in you can say location near or something along those lines the other big component of doing this type of customizer is you know we only have 30 characters in our headline mm -hmm. 90 in the description mm -hmm. if our location ha eats up 27 of those characters it's going to you have nothing before it or <laughs> what's going to happen is google's going to use the default uh-huh. And there's something you have to specify as when you're default. yeah, as a default. 
So, you know, we're talking about this location example near, near you. you. Right. Yeah, is what we typically default to. Right. Good. Meaning, yeah. you know, yes, it's near your location, but it's not as specific or as good yeah. as yeah, so you're know, giving up a little bit of, yeah. of that when you do that. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm that in that example, you know, there's the good thing in I, I definitely want to get into the back end of how this all functions a little bit. Yeah. But there's uh, a way, you know, thinking forward uh, and understanding the amount of characters you have. Mm -hmm or the amount of characters on average that you're going to be using, mm -hmm. you can then make sure 90% of my locations fall under that right. 10 character limit that I have to have. Right. And then, you know, the additional 10%. And and how do you get that? I mean, you know, now here, here you go getting to technical. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. You, uh, you said it's, it's kind of like a giant if-then statement. Yes. And so here's the technical side. Yes. Mar you know, he's a marketer. At first, but he also understands like as developers, you know, they use developers use if then statements yeah. all the time. Every single programming language has one, right? So yeah. So I mean, really, what we're talking about two columns. If it says this, then output this. Mm -hmm. So we'll continue with the user location example. If user is located in this location or this city, this zip code, output this. Um, you know, we've done. So you can rewrite it. Then. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's where I'm. I'm talking. You know, getting under that character limit, you have right. some things to to play with. So could you do like, okay, uh, it's Ellicott City. Now output two one zero four two. Yeah. The zip code. Or you could do, um, you know, not that Howard County is any shorter, but right. you could. You know, there's a way you can play around with this that's, and recognize. Yeah. This one's too long. Uh, a good. I'm trying to think of like a great example, like Howard County shortened it to Hoco. Yeah, or you know, if you you understand that, or you know, maybe there's the uh, user will understand. Yeah, that. if they're or, if they're, that's your target audience. Yeah, abbreviations is another thing we've done. Uh -huh. You know, maybe you don't need to say city, and you can abbreviate it, sure. and the user gets the idea. Springs is another one that we quite frequently run across that you know the user's able to understand. Um, you know what that really means if you abbreviate it. Right, right, right. So that's where you know you have that list of locations as to hey, this is what it's going to appear like in AdWords. Here's what I want the ad to say, mm -hmm. and understanding that character length and you know minimizing it or doing things to zoom out to a bigger geography or go a little bit more specific to try and skirt um, the character limits. Is I got ideas, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's an idea. Well, not idea. Here's a question. Can you also then input that into your uh, destination URL uh, or do some customization in, in the destination URL? So I've done in the display URL. I have not done in the destination URL, okay. but I would... I want a UTM tag. Sorry, let me yeah. tell you why, right? Okay. Because now what I want to do is, okay, my ad is specific. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to push that through to my landing page. Nothing is better than that congruence to oh, the landing yeah, page. Like super specific ad to super specific landing page. Like, yes, I clicked on that ad and I landed here and this is this that's what I was looking for. They know what I want, right? Yeah. So so I'm thinking if we can push that through into the destination URL as like a UTM content field, mm -hmm. and then we can have uh, the landing page pick that up and then do like a you know Mm -hmm. uh, text swap for example yeah uh, even an image swap to like show the state or whatever you know yeah i mean i mean i think we have done the utm portion we've, of it we've done that definitely yeah. what i'm, I'm asking just not is passing we, through 
yeah, what I'm asking is, can we, can we put the customizer, you know, the, the output of the customizer per the query, right? Yeah. Into the dynamically into the destination URL. I, I think I don't know if you can tell the smoke going coming out of my ears, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. He's like, give me my laptop, yeah, yeah, exactly, so I and I can do this right this now. Out, no. Because if um, not, <laughs> right? yeah. But I, I think if so, we're gonna do it. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, now I got homework, which yeah. is good with me. But I think that's definitely something I haven't done yet. But I, I could, we could try and see whether or not it comes through. Um, to let you know, um, I was. We were playing around with this yesterday, okay. and something else we noticed um, is when you type in. Um, so, if if we're using a specific example of red shoes, right? When you type in red shoes Columbia, uh -huh. whether or not you're located in Columbia, Maryland, that's going to trigger. Quite frequently, it does trigger mm -hmm. the customizer. Right, right, right. Because I was able to, and and we're going a little bit down a rabbit hole here, yeah, but I was able point. to. You know, utilize an attic or a Chrome extension to spoof my IP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I was in a different location, but then I'd search for something using a, a new location, and it was very interesting to me that user specified location was more important than actual geolocation. So the perils of Google's AI or Google semantic. Yeah. Uh, Search, right? Perils of that. Perils also of the customizer. Yeah. Again, yeah. this is not to be used in every single ad account. No. No. All right? This is to help you become more efficient and scale and also performance, right? Yeah. But again, it's you have to think through all the potential. And see, this is going back to my introduction of you. If the audience knows or not, I'm classically trained bioinformatics and computer science, right? Now I'm in marketing. Well, as a computer scientist, you ha you have to think about every mm -hmm. single scenario that can possibly happen, um, else your your program is going to break. Okay? Yeah. So so this is what he's doing as a tinker. <laughs> he's like, okay, let me. Let me get a Chrome extension so I can, you know, yeah. spoof my IP, change my user agent. If we're getting too technical, we've lost our <laughs> yeah, entire sorry, conversation. CMOs sorry. are like, what, what the heck are you talking yeah. about at this point? But, but look, this is this is stuff that goes into to, to managing, to effectively managing uh, ads and driving, you know, CPAs down. Yeah. Uh, you know. And I think to your, to your point, ultimately, if the user is specifying that I'm more interested in a location than I'm ultimately in, and it shows the attic or it shows a location variation for what the user specified. Yeah. That's still a win because that user is saying like, "Hey, I'm interested in uh, yeah. red shoes in Colombia, although I'm located in Phoenix, Arizona." Yeah, and, and so look, like I get that, but it, but at the same time, like this is where the peril. This is where how smart is Google? Very smart, <laughs> very smart. Google, you're very smart. Yeah. Um. No, but like Colombia is that the the apparel brand? Yeah. Or yeah. is it like if you go to Maryland? It's definitely Maryland. Right? Yeah. There's also Columbia, South Carolina. So this is this is the the this is the thought problem yeah. patterns that that go on. You know, it's a very iter iterative approach to like problem solving. But and I mean the other thing is you know we talk about these today. Mm -hmm. In six months from now, what what are they rolling out on the ad platform? That one we're, month from now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> also, yes. Very much. What is Google Ads going to be called? God only knows. <laughs> God only knows. But um, I think to 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 your point, these are what we're utilizing right now. And as Google rolls out new customizers yeah. or new ways for us to pull in information and 
and you know give the user a better ad experience yeah like that's what we need to be doing and i think that's more of what we're talking about is like currently this works yeah i agree as google changes their algorithm becomes more smarter we're going to need to you know make sure we're applying our the knowledge of what we've learned right now but expanding on it further and growing to continue to improve that yeah and we'll have the learnings and perspective yeah. of today to to apply that so nick let me do this man let's 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 say to the audience hey look this stuff is we can talk about it for days uh give a lot more examples but i think i think let's cut it off here let's have you come back on the show to in you know a couple months or whatever we'll talk about more examples here but also we'll talk about the next new feature that <laughs> google's rolling you know has rolled out and 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 we're testing. Yeah, um, I'd love to. But if anyone has questions about this stuff, can they can they reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. Reach out to us. Like we're happy to play. Like this is we're like look, don't let me speak for you. We're like this. We're like kind of like nerds, geeks, you know. And I, and I use that ter those terms in like in, in the best light possible. Like we love this stuff. Like oh tapering. yeah. You know, like you gave me the idea. Like, well, can we put the customizer like output in the URL because then we can do it on the landing page and now you're really given a great experience. Yeah. And the big thing I can tell you, so, you know, countdowns have driven, you know, a lot of, you know, I've, I've, I've some numbers in terms of metrics. We've seen a, a lot of improvements there. Mm -hmm. um, location insertion has also provided a, yeah. a large yeah. boost yeah. for a variety of different clients. Um, so at very least, you know, I challenge everyone out there, get out there, test this, you know, go through the process of seeing if this is going to work for one or two of your clients, your business, whatever. Yeah. Um, because I've seen a lot of value in it and a lot of success there. And tell us your results. I love to hear someone like, yeah, hey, yeah. you know, we, I heard about this. I tried it. Here's what I found. It yeah. was awesome. Or it stunk. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One more question. Yeah. Can absolutely. you use, how do bid modifiers and the customizer work together. So for instance, I want to bid higher when it's this state. Yeah, I, I mean, it's the same principle in, in, and it works the same that it would I normally it would without, work, yeah, right. without the do, customizer. Right. Okay, so yeah. The benefit is, you know, point. if you know you're targeting those location and right. you have the customizer built out for yeah, that, yeah, good focus more on that. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think we do this a lot. I would say nine times out of out of 10, if you're going to use the location specific stuff, you have brick and mortar locations. Mm -hmm. So you're likely going to be trying to geofence for some of the campaigns that you're building around that. Yeah. And those are going to be the campaigns that are going to see the most effect yeah. there. Yeah, I hear you. It's, I mean, you say brick and mortar, but again, like there's, there are other examples. Like yes. Lawyers, uh, accountants, the real yes. estate people who can, who can operate only in certain places locations or, 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 or um, a, I don't know, a, a siding company or roofing company mm -hmm. that has, you know, that can operate, that has uh, insurance and, and uh, proper qualification to operate. So, so it can, you know, it can yeah. work a lot in different industries. Well. Oh, absolutely. And I think the more you're out there tinkering, testing, yeah. the, the, the more better. you're going to improve. Yeah, the more you're going to improve. And I can, you know, we're talking 20% improvements in click-through rates of what we've seen. Um, you know, a 25% drop in cost per lead when we're running these versus nice. when we're not. Nice. So, you know, we're nice. talking about tangible improvements. Yeah. And, you know, I think we've been running the countdown ones we've been running for the last two years. Mm -hmm. We started in 2017. Cool. So we have a decent amount of data to back up. 
you know, those improvements when we are running them. So, I will uh, I'll throw one more uh, stat out there. The first time I used GOIP, this isn't Google Ads anymore. This is GOIP on a landing page. So our landing page used to say, um, you know, uh, get a loan, and I forget the headline, but like, yes, yeah. you know, you get a VA loan, right? And then that was the headline. The variant was get a VA loan in, and then we took geo, we used the IP of the 4% conversion rate to 16% yeah. conversion rate, four times, 400% improvement mm -hmm. in conversion rate on that particular landing page. Yeah. So specificity works, TLDR. It's what users want. They want to know that where you have what they want, where they want it. We'll see you back in a couple right. months. Thank you. Uh, for all y'all out there, hopefully this was helpful. I know it was kind of deep dive technical and all that, but Nick Brown, um, he'll be back. Uh, subscribe, share, uh, give us your questions, talk to us. We want to hear from you. Uh, thank you all. Cheers. Yeah, thank you.